Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. Today I want to talk all about opting out of crumbs and opting into the feast that awaits you. I love Dr. Thema. She is brilliant. And she often has these very inspirational quotes that she puts on her social media. And one of them that really resonated with me is the following. She asks a question. She says, can you release the crumbs before the feast arrives? Make space for what you want instead of clinging to what you don't need. I thought that was so powerful because I thought back to my own life and all the ways I have truly accepted crumbs from the table and held on to so little that I couldn't see the amazing, incredible, wonderful feast that was coming to me if I let go. If you relate, today I want to talk about the three areas we may be accepting crumbs and how to opt out of crumbs and opt into the feast of abundance and what you really are entitled to. We're going to look at how we accept crumbs in our work life, in our love life, in our friendships, And ways to to reject crumbs and build healthy boundaries in these areas. So when we're talking about accepting crumbs, what can that look like when it comes to our work life? It could be literal. (laughs) We could be accepting crumbs in the form of our paycheck. And accepting being underpaid and undervalued in our, our work life. It can also be not setting boundaries and letting people treat us poorly and accepting the crumbs of poor behavior from toxic work environments and toxic co-workers versus standing up for ourselves. Accepting crumbs in our work life can show up a lot of ways. And particularly when we talk about burnout, the quickest way to burn out and the traditional way most people burn out is by doing too much with too little in their work lives. And to be clear, companies exploit people. I saw someone say the other day that they don't think it should be called burnout. It should be called exploitation when it happens in the work realm. And I do agree with that to a point. There is so much systemic exploitation in the work world that sets us up to accept crumbs because it is the nature of work today. But this podcast is all about teaching and learning other ways to opt out of the myth that we have to accept less, that we have to struggle, and to really opt into our birthright as black women, which is joy and beauty and love. So when it comes to our work life, it's really important that we develop a strategy that will keep us from accepting crumbs. 
And we can do that in a couple ways. When we talk about developing a strategy that keeps us from accepting crumbs, that could be around your next performance evaluation, advocating for a raise, learning what you're entitled to, what all of your options are as an employee, and then having the power to look around for new jobs. What piques your curiosity? What scares you a little bit that can expand your skills? Not accepting crumbs from work can also look like just setting healthy boundaries around your workday. Scheduling emails after hours Making sure you don't answer or appear to be answering emails that are at 9 o'clock on a Saturday if you can help it. Not accepting crumbs means really being clear and writing down what your skills are. What do you think you bring to your company, to your job, to your place of work? Being really clear on the fact that you give a feast, that you spread out a feast of your abilities and your time and your talent will help you stop accepting the crumbs that can happen when we are out of balance in our work life and when we do not see our true value, both monetarily and just spiritually and emotionally. The second area where we may be accepting crumbs is our love life. And wow, can we sometimes accept a whole lot of nothing in this arena of our lives. Whether it's constantly settling for situationships when we want more and we've said we want more. It can be accepting the toxic behavior and clownery of people in our lives. We've talked about that in a previous podcast. It can be, again, failing to set boundaries with the people we're in partnership with. So often, we find ourselves taking less and accepting less when it comes to our love lives instead of thinking about what a feast of love would look like. What would the feast look like if we were having, if we have crumbs now, what would a feast look like in our love life? What would that partner be like? We spend so much time thinking about the deficiencies of people we've been with and the ways they just don't show up or haven't supported us, that we don't spend enough time positively visualizing what a healthy relationship looks like. What does our ultimate ideal partner behave like? What are the qualities that they have? How does our love life look when it's full of healthy, happy moments? The best way to do that is to spend time daydreaming and visualizing those qualities that you're looking for in a partner and compare your current list, your past list, and see, does that person or do the people you attract in your life live up to that? And learning to be assertive in our dating lives. If you are dating someone, you should not be afraid to say what you need and want in a relationship. And saying that early and often in a dating relationship will keep you from partnering with people who cannot give you what you need and what you want. It'll keep you from accepting crumbs and instead keep you positively focused on finding a person who can match your qualities, who can bring a true feast to your life.
Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. Last but not least, a place where we can find ourselves accepting crumbs is in our non-romantic relationships, in our friendships, in sometimes our family dynamics. I'm going to focus on friendships for this, not because family isn't important, but there are times that we make decisions in our lives to accept crumbs from people in our family. We may have parents that struggle with addiction, that have mental health issues, that truly cannot give us what we need and can only give us very little. And we may, in a healthy way, come to accept that that's who they are and set boundaries around that so we can be healthy and not be hurt all the time, but still have them in our lives. And that's okay. But when we're talking about uneven friendships, that's something different. 
who we accept in our lives as friends that are not familial or not family relatives, it changes things. And there may be times that we may find ourselves having and receiving crumbs from friends. We've talked about before how we can opt out of uneven friendships, how we can get into spaces with people where they're always talking about themselves. They never listen to us. They don't hear us. They don't understand our needs. They know nothing about us in our friendships. And that can be a really unhealthy space and place for a relationship. When we opt into crumbs from our friends, we can feel alone. And those feelings of isolation can heighten feelings of depression. We need people in our corner. And rich friendships can be one of the most beautiful gifts that we give ourselves in life, that we get to and deserve to have people around us who make us feel good, who make us feel included, who we can rely on. There are more and more studies coming up about the impact of unhealthy friendships, that friend heartbreak can be more devastating than relationship and partnership heartbreak. That having a good support system can be just as healthy as having a great partnership. And so it's really important that we identify when we're accepting crumbs from people and how to remedy that. How to stand up and demand that you all be there for each other in a full-hearted way. The first way to do that when we're talking about uneven friendships is to start by being open about your life. Oftentimes when I've had uneven friendships, I rush to blame the other person. I rush to say, they don't ask questions of me. They don't listen to me. It's all about them. And then when I replayed conversations, when a person would ask me about my day or about myself, I would quickly say, oh, I'm okay. I'm good. And I realized I didn't show up into the friendship. I didn't show up. So what was there to ask about and and care about. I was too busy buying into the myth of being a strong black woman, more to come on that in the podcast and future episodes, and believing that I could do it all and I couldn't show weakness and that weakness was a negative thing and that anything going on in my life, I would just pretend I could do. And so on the rare times where I would just, it would build and build and build in myself until I would break and unload all of my issues on a friend, they were so unused to hearing me complain about my life that they were just like, oh, wow, this is a lot. And it would lead to me feeling hurt. I made a choice and a commitment to show up more in my friendships and to evaluate my relationships only after I started showing up. Because that would be when I could truly tell if somebody cared about me or not, if someone was able to be a friend and be there and be in my corner or when they weren't capable. Being open about yourself and about your life is in checking to make sure you're doing that goes a long way to being able to write an uneven or crumb-filled friendship. The second way is to be able to tell your friend how you're feeling. If you do feel things are uneven, being honest about that and being open 
can go a long way to restoring the relationship and really getting yourself back on solid ground where you feel like you're not accepting crumbs but getting the whole person. So we talked about three areas of our lives where we might be accepting crumbs. And by accepting crumbs, missing out on the feast, missing out in the richness, as Dr. Thema says, that letting go of crumbs allows us to make space for what we want instead of clinging to what we don't need. We talked about how we may be doing that in our work life and how to set boundaries around our time and advocate for ourselves. We talked about how we can do that in our love lives uh, by settling for unhealthy relationships. And the way to counter that is by daydreaming and honestly meditating on what we want in a partner. What does a full feast of a love relationship look like? Who shows up with that kind of a feast? And what do they look like? How are we making space in our life for what we want and what we deserve instead of clinging to crumbs? And last but not least, we talked about how we can accept crumbs in our friendships. How we can often find ourselves in uneven dynamics with people and how heartbreaking that can be for us. Instead, we talked about how we can be fully present as to who we are and show up in our own friendships, step one. And step two, talk to our friends about how we're feeling if we think we are getting crumbs in our friendship. These three areas are just the start of thinking about all the ways that we may be accepting crumbs and letting go of what we want and clinging to what we don't need. My healing practice for you is really simple. Pick any one of those three areas I talked about and really think about and write about and speak out loud about where you think you may be accepting crumbs when you don't deserve that. If you identify an area, think about the tips that I brought out today and start on the course to allowing yourself to let go of crumbs and really envision the fact that you enjoy, that you deserve a feast, a full and whole experience, whether it's in your work life, your love life, or with your friends. That's it for this episode of the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. As always, you can find this podcast on a host of platforms. We're everywhere. Please like, subscribe, follow, rate this podcast where you see it. Tell friends, tell family members about it if you think it resonates with you and it it will inspire and help others. And until we speak again, as always, take care of yourself and take care of each other.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.